Reach God, reach God, reach God. Yo, yo, what's up? And live 609 from the 609 as always back at you. So as I promised you guys, um, I told y'all I'm going to be definitely back on more often. Um, it was a little hiatus between episodes, a long hiatus, but uh, I apologize to the viewers. I apologize to the listeners. Um, so <clears throat> back to some more NFL talk, right? And this is just me spitballing, really. Like I haven't took any notes. Um, I haven't looked up anything. I'm just on Twitter scrolling today. And as you guys know, Tom Brady has retired, right? Now, that's not my issue, right? I mean, because everybody knows that listens to this podcast. I think I've mentioned it on an episode or two that I was a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. And I've been a Pittsburgh Steelers fan since about, I say since Cordell Stewart was the quarterback. I think Cordell Stewart was the first quarterback I saw. Then I saw Tommy Maddox, which was heart. It was a heartbreaking. I think two seasons we had him. We went six and ten. The year we um, ended up with the eleventh pick to actually get Ben Roethlisberger, right? So anyway, <clears throat> me being a Pittsburgh Steelers fan for basically my whole life, as you guys know, I mean, ben, Big Ben has two Super Bowls, has three appearances, but we were definitely, definitely, definitely robbed. And I won't even say robbed because it wasn't like. You know, the refs made a bad call or, you know, something didn't go or something like no, It wasn't like that, like Rob like that. I just mean that the greatness of Tom Brady being in the Patriots uniform. He always beat us in the playoffs. We just couldn't get past him. Um, we couldn't get past Manning. I think the years that we actually did win and I could get like I said, this is just me spitballing. I think the years we actually did win. I think we beat Philip Rivers one year. We beat Joe Flacco. Like, I mean, Phillip Rivers is a Hall of Famer. I mean, he's a good quarterback. Not too many. He's not too great in the playoffs. Um, Joe Flacco, he's got a Super Bowl, solid quarterback. I mean, but I think Joe Flacco is more in, like, the Trent Dilford. Uh, I forget the uh, Tampa Bay quarterback that won. I think uh, something Johnson, the court, Brad Johnson, the quarterback on Tampa Bay. Like, like yeah, he, he kind of, like, he was there. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like what Mina Khan said. Like, you just, you know, you get an A on a group project, even though you didn't do any of the work. Um, I mean, now Joe Flacco, he's a solid quarterback. I'm, and Brad Johnson, for you know, they're solid quarterbacks. But, you know, we're talking about, like, the best of the best. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I think that Ben Roethlisberger does fall in that category as being one of the best. Like, not the best, not the GOAT. I won't even say he's probably top five. But, I mean, I'll give him top ten. I don't think anybody can really name ten quarterbacks overall that are better than Big Roethlisberger. Um, I mean, off the top of my head, I'm spitballing here. Um, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees. Um, I mean, if you want to put Patrick Mahomes in there right now, you can. I'm not mad at that. Uh, now Josh Allen's a little interesting because I believe Big Ben was Josh Allen in his prime. Like, or no, Josh Allen is Big Ben in his prime. Because, you know, we, we've seen Josh Allen before, like Big Ben. You know, take a look at Big Ben's highlight tapes, man. He he used to make some ridiculous plays. Like, you know, like I, I saw a lot of Steelers games, you know, because I live in New Jersey. So not a lot of times the like, games are broadcast. So I got to see a lot of the games, a lot of the games, but not not every single game. Like, I'm not going to lie out to you guys and say, yeah, I saw every single Steelers. Like, no, I didn't. I mean, I saw the highlights if I didn't see the game. And I definitely was following, you know, on any type of 
app there, like the ESPN app back then, or, you know, whatever I can follow the game on, play-by-play, anything. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, so back to Tom Brady, right? Now, Big Ben retired um, this year, but well, we all knew that. Probably, I mean, as a Steelers fan, it's probably about two seasons too late. Should have probably retired two years ago. However, you know what I'm saying? He, he It is what it is. He, he He decided to stay for two more years, you know what I'm saying? So he retires this year, right? Everybody that knows that when you retire this year, you're, you're eligible for the Hall of Fame. I think about four to five seasons after you retire. So I think he's eligible in the year of 2027, right? So that was going to be Big Ben's Hall of Fame. That was just going to, he was going to be the leader of that Hall of Fame. I mean, nobody knew if Tom Brady was going to retire. Nobody knew if Gronk was going to retire. And even if Gronk did retire, I still think Ben Roethlisberger headlines that, you know, that ceremony as the quarterbacks get all the credit. You know, they like they equate wins and losses to quarterbacks. You know what I'm saying? Like his win loss record as if he wasn't on the team. But that's another argument for another time. Um, So Tom Brady decides to retire. And now not only does Big Ben have to take a back seat to Tom Brady yet again, because, I mean, there's been at least off just off the top of my head, three to four, maybe five times that I remember losing, not being able to beat the Patriots to get to the Super Bowl or, you know, seeing the Patriots in the divisional round, you know, the conference round, whatever round it it was that we saw the Patriots, we could never really get past them. Just just not off the top of my head. Do I remember? Like, I mean, I know we beat them in a regular season and stuff like that. And, but um, it's it's. uh it's different. It's it's difficult because, like I said, now Tom Brady has retired, and because Tom Brady has retired, he now is the headliner. And I'm not rightfully so. Like, don't get me wrong, rightfully so. Like, I mean, the dude's got seven Super Bowls. He's got Super Bowls on two different teams. Uh, three-time MVP. Uh, just rid- ridiculous number. So I'm not gonna say that. I mean, any year Tom Brady retired, four to five years from now, when he was eligible to go in the Hall of Fame, he was going. Like he was going and. He was going to headline it no matter who was in there because, I mean, a lot of people regard Brady as, like, including myself, as the greatest of all time. I mean, and he is. He's not the best. Like, I mean, I like that Mike Greenberg says the boat because um, I do believe that, like, the most talented quarterback I've ever seen is Aaron Rodgers. Now, Patrick Mahomes is flirting with that a little bit, but Aaron Rodgers is, uh to me, for a level of consistency. Like, Patrick Mahomes has to do it for about a good five more years, which he has definitely the capability to do. I'm not saying he doesn't. But I need to see it before I just say, oh, Patrick Mahomes. No. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, like I just I just I, I, it's for me, it's the timing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, now don't get me wrong. The dude's about to be 45. This is this. Then I think in a couple months or maybe a month or two. I'm not really sure when his birthday is, but maybe a month or two. The dude's about to be 45. So, I mean, anybody really begging him to come back for one more season? It's like, I mean, what's the guy got to prove? Like. You know what I'm saying? For the longest time when he was in on in the Patriots uniform, it was, oh, is it Belichick or is it Brady? Is it Brady? Is it Belichick? So then he decides to leave. And I mean, I still think Belichick is an outstanding, excellent top three coach in the league. However, you know, Tom Brady showed, I mean, and granted, he went to a loaded team. Like, you know what I'm saying? I won't equate that to Kevin Durant joining the Warriors or anything like that. But uh, they were basically a quarterback away on that team. 
um, roster and everything. And I mean, even with the quarterback they had, they had Jameis Winston. You know, when he went 30 for 30, <laughs> you know, ESPN's 30 for 30. When he went 30 for 30 and threw 30 interceptions, let's say he cut them interceptions down to about 12 or 10. They might win the Super Bowl. Like, they were that loaded. And then you add Antonio Brown and, and, and Gronkowski. I mean, yeah. So, I'm not saying it was easy. I mean, because, like, you, he's 40-some years old playing a quarterback position. Like, they're still young, hungry defensive linemen, linebackers, safeties, all trying to say they got a pick. They got a sack. They did anything to the GOAT. I mean, because who wouldn't? So, for me, like I said, it, it, it's the timing of it. Like, damn, man. I mean, it, part of me kind of knew that. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I, I thought he would come back for one more season. I did, just because of how things ended. You know, like, I, I thought that he wanted to make a deeper run in the playoffs, maybe even make it to another Super Bowl. Even I didn't even win, not, not necessarily win, but even make it to another Super Bowl so he can get another appearance under his record. I thought he wanted to end on, on, on that kind of note more so. So... For that, it just it's kind of surprising the timing of it. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, me being a Steelers fan, it just makes me a little bit upset because now again, I mean I'm not gonna say like Ben Roethlisberger is not gonna go in there and he's not gonna get exceptional uh, ovation and it's not gonna be Steelers. I mean we get all that, but I mean Tom Brady, Tom freaking Brady is is retiring. He's going to the Hall of Fame. Like to be honest, like he should be eligible for the Hall of Fame right now like they should just send him to canton right now like i don't even know why he's got to wait the four to five year whatever it is i think it's four years was it 2022 yeah 20 yeah 24 years i don't even know why he's got to wait the four years like i mean he could have been a hall of famer and still playing that's how good he was uh man so <clears throat> i'm gonna i'm gonna you know, go over to the NBA now, right? I mean, I don't remember the last time I even talked about the NBA. Um, I think the last episode I had as far as basketball, I believe it was going on with the uh, with the college championship and everything. So, uh, yeah, a lot to touch on in the uh, in the NBA. I mean, we got the Phoenix Suns back exactly where I thought they would be. Now, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna just. I mean, because you guys haven't heard it. Like, I mean, but. You guys, I mean, the guys around my neighborhood and all the guys I hang around with and talk to on a daily basis, they know how high I am on Phoenix. I mean, I'm a very, very, very big Devin Booker fan. Even though Kevin Durant is my favorite player, Devin Booker is my second favorite player. So I'm very, I was very high on the Phoenix Suns, and I thought that they got very, they got better in the off season when they added Shamid and and then they added uh, Javale McGee to an already loaded team. Um, and that team doesn't have any holes. I mean, Chris Paul's getting old. We do get that. I mean, he is old, but he seems to be able to still play and still play effectively and put up numbers. So, I like Phoenix. Uh, I like I like the Grizzlies this year too. Like they're they're actually one of the more well, nah. It's either between the Grizzlies and the Cavs as the surprise team. I mean, because I think you have to lean more so the Cavs as a surprise team because I mean the Grizzlies still have an All Star. Like they have an All Star. They have a a superstar. He's probably top two. If maybe not, maybe number one right now because everybody else is hurt and Steph Curry's slumping in the MVP race. Um, and Jokic also and Embiid can't forget about what he's doing. So the uh, NBA is just kind of wide, really open. Like, I don't think right now there's a definitive team out there that you can just point to and be like, that team is just mountains better than everybody else. And in a seven game series, nobody can beat them. And, you know, like, I mean, because you got to think the last couple of seasons, 
we kind of knew what, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, barring the big three in on the Nets breaking up, that was theirs to lose. You know, if they're healthy throughout the whole playoffs, they're rolling everybody. Same as the, same as the Warriors. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I think there's a lot more continuity this year. There's a lot more continuity this year in the NBA. Um, like I said, teams like the Cavs, teams like the Grizzlies, uh, the Suns are in the mix. Um, I'm, I mean, as much as bad as the Lakers are, I'm not counting them out. I, I think that they're good enough to get about a sixth seed because I don't think seven. I don't think you want to be the seventh or the eighth seed because that, that means you got to play either Golden State or Phoenix in the first round, and I don't think the Lakers in a seven-game series match up well, and they're able to, they have enough firepower to beat a team like that. I'll have the Lakers making a deep run anyway, but I mean, you you can never count LeBron out. A team that has LeBron is going to at least make the playoffs. Um, I do think maybe the sixth seed might fit them a little better, because that could potentially be Memphis, or possibly... Memphis or well, I won't even. I would say the Clippers, but I would say maybe Memphis or maybe Dallas or somebody like that. Like, and and I think that the Lakers could could beat one of those teams in a seven game series. So, um, but there's still no definitive team out there. Like the team that I like right now, if I had to pick a team, gun to my head to win the to win the playoffs, to win the championship, I think I'd have to go Phoenix right now. I think they're the most complete team. They're the most young team. Um, hungry team. Uh, besides Chris Paul, I think the average age is about like 26 or 27. Uh, besides Chris Paul being 39 million years old and still playing a point guard at a high, still still playing a position at a high level. I mean, you got Devin Booker, like he's here, what, 26, 27? Uh, Cam Johnson, 24. Mikel Bridges, 22. Uh, uh, what's his name? Cam Payne, 20, 23. Uh, uh, even Shamit, like Shamit's not even old. Like Shamit's about twenty seven, twenty eight. Uh, they, they they got a they they got a nice young roster over there of ballers, ballers that are all hungry. So I I do I I'm a Brooklyn Nets fan, and that's solely 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 because of Kevin Durant, and I'm a, Kevin Durant's my favorite player. I feel like the NBA is the only the only the only sport where you could have one favorite player. Like I feel like in baseball, you probably have to have a pitcher and a, a you know a position player. Um, in hockey, you'd probably have to pick a goalie and a you know a position player. You know I'm not really too into hockey, so you won't hear me talk about that too much. But you know just for you know basis of this argument, uh, football you probably want to pick a defensive player and an offensive player. So like. Yeah, I mean, besides tennis and stuff like that, where it's just one person, basketball is probably the only thing where one player literally does everything. Like one player passes, one player shoots, one player plays defense, one player rebounds, one player scores. You know what I'm saying? Like one player can literally do everything everybody else can do on the court. Just something like, you know what I'm saying? There's just levels to it. So that's why I think in, in, in the NBA, it's okay to follow your favorite player from team to team, which is what I've done with Kevin Durant. And before him, it was Tracy McGrady. So it was Tracy McGrady into Kevin Durant. And I think from Kevin Durant, because, you know, I mean, he is about, what, 30, 34, 35. Like, he ain't young. He's 35, I think. Maybe even 36. So as far as good years go, we might be on the downside of his career. Like, you know, it don't look like it. He's probably got about two and a half, maybe three more good seasons in him at an elite level. And then he'll start to, you know, he'll never lose his shot. But he'll start to be like a, you know, like a Carmelo Anthony type. Can, who can always get a bucket, but that's about it. Like, you won't really ask too much of him. So then it'll probably, you know, 
go over to Devin Booker after that. Oh. So, yeah, I just wanted to, I mean, I want to do touch on one thing. It's the Sixers, man. The Sixers and Ben Simmons. I'm not really sure what the hell is going on with Ben Simmons and the Sixers organization and why they just won't trade the dude. Like at this point, I'd take a bag of chips and a slice of pizza for Ben Simmons. And I don't mean literally. I mean, like, I'll take a place player like a De'Aaron Fox and a Harrison Barnes from Sacramento just to get him out the building and to get bodies on the court to help Joel Embiid out, who's probably the leading candidate for MVP right now, who in the last 13, 14 games has only scored under 30 one time. And in that time, he had 25. You're wasting Joel Embiid's prime. You're wasting it right now. Tobias Harris ain't a number two. Uh, Seth Curry ain't a number two. Tyrese Maxey, he's showing strides. He ain't a number two. You have to get him a number two. Now, was De'Aaron Fox a number two? No, but he just provides more depth and more shooting that the Sixers need. Like, a body on the court and available is better than a body that ain't available. Trade him. Trade him. How about the Pacers? How about for Brogdon? And Karis LeVert or something like that. Or the Cavaliers for Garland and and Allen. I don't know. Like it, At this point, get him out the building. I'm not understanding. Like, and I'm not going to lie. Like When Kyrie started his whole stance on it, on his uh, you know, virus mandate, and he's still doing it, and he's actually a part-time player and all that, I was actually under my, like, I was fine with the Sixers trading Kyrie for Ben Simmons. I mean, for the longest... Since the team's been put together and they've been playing, I mean, defense defense has been Brooklyn's issue. You add, you add Ben Simmons, that's taken care of. He can guard the best best player on any team any any given night, and you don't need him to score because you still got two elite scorers and you still got Patty Mills. So I'm actually still fine with them if they were to do that, and I think Ben Simmons would be fine with it too. Only person that probably wouldn't be is Kyrie, which we don't never know what's going on with Kyrie if he's going to play, if he's not going to play. So I think the Sixers are making a huge, huge mistake just holding on to Ben Simmons. Now, don't get me wrong. Ben Simmons, three-time All-Star, two-time All-Defensive first team. Like, he's a stud. However, he ain't what the Sixers need. The whole process that was supposed to be involved with Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, it ain't working. I mean, you guys win a bunch of ball games in the regular season. Become playoff time, it's always something. It ain't working. How about you call the Celtics? See what's up with Jalen Brown. Trade him for Jalen Brown. Get Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart over there for some more defense and some more scoring on the wing, which the Sixers really lack, a consistent scorer on the wing. Like I said, Tobias Harris is good. Seth Curry's good. Tyrese Maxey's good. I think Jalen Brown's better, you know? I think you get a player like Darius Garland and, and Jared Allen. Collectively, that's better. You get players like like Brogdon and Lavert, that's better collectively. So, like I said, I'm not gonna really hold you guys too long. <clears throat> uh, I appreciate everybody that tunes in and listens. Like I said, you are appreciated, but I am out. <laughs>